tonight at the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we're going to be talking about what happened to Scott Steiner on Friday night on the back stage area at Impact. Also, we're going to be talking about the big deal with MJF and the seven-year-old, which he flipped off, and the parent, who right now is making it look like he's the victim. Also, we're going to be talking about the Bloods and Guts that is scheduled for March 25th at the Prudential Center and the card that already, the match that has already been the main event already announced. That and much more in the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Welcome back, guys, and we're going to be talking tonight about three main topics that has happened during the weekend, and um, a lot of people are not talking about it, so I'm going to jump right at it. I mean, first thing we're going to talk about is Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, apparently on Friday night, while he was in Impact and doing some pre-taping stuff, he collapsed. Apparently, they took him to the hospital, and now the word was that he had to do a heart procedure. We don't know what it was. They say there was a cardiac arrest that he had. And then um, his wife uh, announced today that he was in the road to recovery. Now, Scott Stein has been around forever. Scott Stein has been around since 1987, something like that. He's been around close to probably 33 years in the business. And as you guys know that he went through a transition and tra- uh, transformation back in the uh, what, late 98, 99. Then all of a he came out looking like superstar Billy Grahams of the 90s. He came with all this muscle stuff and all that. And you could tell that he was using steroids. Now, I'm going to say that maybe the situation he had has something to do with that. Because we all know what happened to Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior died at age 54, and he was still jacked up, uh, and he died of a cardiac arrest, um, and he was also messing around with that because the the uh, the night that he was in the WrestleMania Hall of Fame, he was sweating like crazy. He was, you could tell that he was, uh, you know, hyper and the whole night. Uh, the same thing could be said the night that. He did his, uh, what we, everybody calls it his eulogy now, because the next day he passed away was the Monday Night Raw, which he appeared, um, and he passed away. And, you know, these wrestlers, especially guys like Scott Steiner, still wrestling around and still getting on the mat, trying to do things, relive their careers. It's not a good thing. I mean, Scott Steiner, if you guys have seen him in Impact, he still looks jacked up for his age. I mean, he shouldn't be in no ring. It's the same thing I could be said about Goldberg. Goldberg should not be in the ring. None of these guys who are in the, already in the late 50s should not be in the ring. So guys like, you can't, you know, people, we could go and say, oh, but WWE is bringing all these old guys and they wrestling 57. Yeah, but WWE is not the only promotion that's doing that. Impact still has guys in there since so shouldn't be wrestling i mean not long ago sandman was in some independent show where he was acting like a jerk off and the guy's probably 
probably in the fifties also, just making a fool of himself being an alcoholic, you know, and it's just a shame that stuff like this happens when you got these wrestlers that don't know when to hang it up. Their careers are over. Big Papa Pump is fifty seven years old. And this is a guy who has done it all. Was world tag team champion with brother Rick, uh IWGP tag team champion several times. Um you know, he won the world title probably several times in late WCW days before they closed down. And yet he's coming back um, in Impact. Now, he's been in Impact for a while. Um, he's, I mean, he was out in Impact um, back in, what was it, 2007, 6, something like that, when he was part of the main event mafia. And, you know, and back then, you could tell that he was going through his stuff. And he, this is not the first time he has had a uh, a trip in the zone of death, if I could put it that way. This is not the first time. This is the second time. Now, I remember a couple of years ago, he was in Puerto Rico wrestling. And somebody hit him or they kicked him in his trachea, in his throat area. They had to rush him to the hospital. He almost died. Um, he had blood in his lungs. And they had to open him up. To, you know, take out that blood out of his lungs. And this is not the first time he has had a one-on-one encounter with death. Um, you know, that was an accident. And that's, that's different than what happened with him this past um, Friday. But, dude, if you had a heart procedure right now, you could say your career is over. Your career is over. You should not be in that ring at all. If you're going to be in the ring, be in the ring in a, uh, should we say, in a manager capacity, you know, like what I'm seeing a lot now on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, a lot of these fans talking about, oh, uh, AEW uh, is bringing old people, but the same AEW fans are complaining about WWE bringing old people. First of all, if you guys notice AEW, yes, they have old people around, but they're not in the capacity of wrestling, they're in the capacity of managing. Tully Blanchard managing Sean Spears. R. Anderson managing Cody Rhodes. Jake the Snake Roberts is going to be a manager now. And he may be a um, manager of Brody Lee or Lance Archer. One of those two guys. So you never know. You never know. But to be wrestling in the ring right now at that age, no. Big Papa Pump had his run. He did, he has a lot of accolades. Tag team of the year probably plenty of times. Has wrestled all over the world. Has won tag team championships all over the world. World title. Um, and you're still out there trying to wrestle. I, I don't get it. I really don't get it why you're trying to do that. It's not it's, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. Give it up. You already had your moment. You had your your moment in the sun. Um, and if you're going to want, if you love the wrestling business, then I understand the wrestling business will bring you back in. But do it in a capacity as a manager. A manager or somebody who... You want to manage and actually uh, boost someone's career and, and impact. I mean, I haven't followed Impact in a while, so I don't know who he will manage. You could manage uh, Michael Elgin, I mean, to be pushed. I mean, but I don't see that because uh, I think Scott Stein don't like Canadians. So he always used to bash Canadians. But you, know, you, you, could, you could push somebody. You could push somebody. You could be a manager of the North, two young guys in there. But, you know, we don't know. But it's very sad that uh, when I heard that he collapsed on Friday, Saturday morning when I read the, uh, the dirt sheets and all that stuff, that he collapsed Friday. Um, 
it, it looked it bad. I thought that he was not um, going to make it. Um, and apparently he pulled through. And uh, I hope that he just take a consideration that, look, guy, you're not, you're not a young buck anymore. You did everything. And, you know, and I appreciate what you did. Big pop up on how love you hit me, all that good stuff. And, but, dude, that's it. And it goes to any wrestler, DDP, who got into the ring not long ago. He shouldn't be in no damn ring. Um, R. Anderson. R. Anderson's not going to be in no ring because he got uh, health issues. So he's not going to get in the ring. Tully Blanchard, same thing. Tully Blanchard could take bumps. But he won't take it to that point, you know. A Jake the Snake Robber, I mean, how much can he take? He won't be able to take no bump. Maybe a punch in the head or whatever, nothing nothing crazy. But I say it, and WWE is known to bringing all these old guys too. Like The Undertaker, Undertaker should not be in that ring anymore. Goldberg should not be in that ring anymore. Especially when I saw that jackhammer he did on Bray Wyatt, he kind of barely left them. So a lot of these guys, old, still living in, 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 the, in that zone, you know, um, it's funny because people used to make fun of Ric Flair, how Ric Flair was still wrestling, was still doing that. At least Ric Flair, you don't see Ric Flair in the ring anymore. He doesn't, he can't. The guy's, you know, he likes partying. That's one thing. He still thinks that he's the keep stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine, riding, son of a gun. But uh, but he's been very low profile lately. But we'll see. But we'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back, guys, and then we're going to be talking about now about what happened with MJF and what happened, I think, last weekend when the uh, meet and greet, where a father brought his young seven-year-old to the meet and greet to meet MJF. Now, this was all over the TV. This was all over the tabloids. This was all over the social media where MJF flipped the bird at a seven-year-old, and the seven-year-old, I think he started crying, whatever. My take on that is, for the fact, let me put it this way, for the fact that the the, the the parent said, oh, I took my son to go see MJF, I did not expect him to do that, come on, stop it, MJF plays his gimmick from the T, this guy's like, when he's around fans, he plays his kayfabe, it's called kayfabe, guys, if you guys don't know what kayfabe means, that means the guy's playing his gimmick 24-7, that's the way he is. You know what I'm saying? And he's covering his gimmick, you know? So for the father to come out of nowhere now to claim, oh, you know, he should have never flipped my, the bird on my seven-year-old son. He's traumatized, whatever. Let's be realistic. What you was trying to do is get some clout, okay? Because even TMZ was reporting this. Channel 4 was reporting here in New York. You was trying to get clout. You was trying to get sympathy from wrestling fans, for other people, to talk about this. Oh, you know, uh, you know, my kid's going to be traumatized for the rest of my life. Come on. If you're a parent. You should have known better. Because I know I have my 12-year-old daughter. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit down with my daughter and say, look, this guy's going to probably make you say something stupid or he's going to make you feel bad. Or he's going to probably flip the bird at you. He's going to do something. Just be prepared because that's what he's going to do. 
Therefore, I'm already, you know, uh, getting my daughter ready to be prepared for such a thing. Or I don't bring her at all. Luckily, my daughter's not into wrestling like she used to when she was younger. But I will bring her at all because it's common sense. But some of these people, especially that parent, he I think what he was trying to do was trying to get something out of AEW. He was trying to get probably merchandise. He's trying to get free stuff because people are like that. And you know what? And anybody could say, oh, you're wrong for saying that. He's a seven-year-old. And you know, it's funny that right after that happened, you know, MJF posted something and said, screw the kids. I won't say the bad word because I don't know if I'm going to get demonetized if I was to say that. So, um, But he said, he said the F word to the kids. You know, he doesn't care because he already knows this is me. This is who I portray myself. This is why I've been in social media. This is why I am in in real life. Or may not be real life. Maybe this is my kayfabe thing. You should have never, ever brought your seven-year-old to meet up with anybody. I'll give you a good example right now. Last night, I went to the Bronze Wrestling Federation um, car called Once Upon a Time. And I brought my five-year-old, you know, my five-year-old um, nephew. The beginning of the match, he was scared already from the beginning of the match. He was nervous. I don't know why he was nervous, but I figured, you know, he likes wrestling, so I'll bring him to a live event. So I brought him to a live event. The minute he saw somebody getting chopped, he started crying. So my instinct was, okay, he's not going to be comfortable for the rest of the car. This is the first match of the night, so I'm going to have to take him, call his mother to have him get picked up. And that's exactly what I did. But the parents nowadays, you know, and to me, whether people agree with not, I think this parent was trying to get free merchandise. For him and his son. You know better, bro. You definitely was following. You've been following AEW. You've been following MJF. Otherwise, you would have not went and got his autograph. You know? There's no way in the world you're going to come and say, Oh, let me guess. This is, he's a wrestler. Let me go check what he's all about. Come on. Come on, dude. This You knew what you was doing. And now you're trying to play the victim. And here's the, here's the crazy part. You're not going to get any sympathy. From the international internet wrestling community, they're not going to give you no pass. You know, you may get a little oh, we're sorry, but we talk about that internet wrestling community. There are some of these guys are, you know, hateful people, trolls. A lot of them they don't care how you feel. They out there already insulting probably, you know, your mother or somebody. You think they care if this seven year old got um. You got to flip the bird on. But I don't want to make it already. They were, they were applauding what MJF did. Now, do I uh, condone what MJF did? As a parent, no. But as a wrestling fan, I just laughed at it. And I laugh at it because you know what? I laugh at the parent. Not the kid, at the parent. Because you knew what you was doing. You definitely knew what you was doing when you decided to take your kid to a meet and greet, and especially with MJF. But MJF is the biggest heel right now. Besides Randy Orton right now, what Randy Orton is doing in WWE, MJF, when it comes to his heel persona, he, not, in Revolution, he threw a beer at a fan in the stands because the fan was heckling him. He threw a beer directly to the fan. So it's like, I guess, AEW saying, look, you know what he's all about? We're not responsible. He's going to be who he's going to be. He's creative. That's what it's called creative, uh, creative, creativity. 
uh, freedom for him to act the way he was as he's been acting. So, you know, un unless you see the fan who got his beer spears over him in Revolution in the Cody match suing AEW, this guy better not even try to try to sue AEW because even though after that whole situation, Cody Rose went on Twitter and told that um, fan, we're sorry what happened. If you want, we'll uh, give you some, I guess, some tickets or whatever for your inconvenience and all that. But I think the guy was trying to get not only clout, but he was trying to get um, some type of um, probably free merchandise, free stuff, free tickets. Who knows? I'm going to put it past any damn wrestling fan that would do some crap like that. Anybody. I won't put it past and then in this society, I won't put it past anyone who will do such a thing to get over, you know, this stuff. But anyway, I will be right back after this. And now we're gonna be talking our final our final topic, and that will be AEW's Dynamite will have the Bloods and Guts match beyond, which it pretty much I said it on Thursday, when I did the AEW Dynamite review, Fallout from the Revolution, when I said once they attacked Moxley, that there was going to be uh, a match beyond War Games. It's not going to be called War Games, guys, because War Games is owned by WWE. Before that, it was owned by Major League Wrestling, since Major League Wrestling was um, open and debuted by Dustin Rose, who, uh, Dusty Rose, I mean, who had the rights to that name because he was the one who invented that so match beyond bloods and guts two cages two rings it will be march 25th i would thought it was to be in two weeks it's gonna be in three weeks i think um uh, or two weeks whatever it is march 25th it's gonna be the inner circle the what i predicted i had said it was gonna be the inner circle all five of them against john mockley darby allen and then i had said that uh Probably going to be the Young Bucks and then maybe Cody Rose or maybe, um, you know, um, who else I have said it could have been. Oh, God. It could have been, it could have been Cody Rose. It could have been anybody, you know, whoever it was. But it turns out it's going to be the elite, the whole elite. Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, uh, Hangman Page and the Young Bucks against the inner circle. Now. And the reason why I'm bringing this up because you guys know full well that um, in Revolution, the Young Bucks wrestle Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Already, Hangman Page had an issue with the Young Bucks and a, a match prior leading to these guys um, meeting up. Um, before the Battle Royal, um, pretty much Hangman Page was going around tag team telling them, what is um, Matt Jackson or the Young Bucks' weakness? As it turned out, the Young Bucks ended up winning their battle royal. And then they challenged Hangman and Omega at Revolution. But if you guys remember, during the interview before, a week before the match, pretty much Matt Jackson called um, Hangman Page a jobber. And then Nick Jackson pretty much said, uh, uh, yeah, you was a jobber in Ring of Honor. And that's the, we, we came and we brought you into the Bullet Club. And now you are who you are. Hangman Page has been trying to not be part of the elite and try to be on his own. But he still finds himself right now one half of the AEW Tag Team Champions with Kenny Omega. Now at the revolution, it looked like 
Hangman Page was going to go over the rope and buckshot Lariat, Kenny Omega, after the match, which was considered a match of the year, probably, tag team match of the year between Young Buck, Omega, and Hangman Page. Um, and me personally, I feel that, you know, um, this is, will be a perfect way to probably set up something um, between either Kenny Omega gets betrayed by Hangman Page and Match Beyond and Bloods and Guts, or as you saw last week where, um, who was it? QT Marshall was getting beat up in the ring. Dustin Rose comes in. Cody Rose comes in. Matt Jackson comes in. Hangman Page comes out of nowhere walking on the the ramp, taking his sweet time. He had a beer in his hand. He puts the beer on the pole uh, by the corner of the ring, and then he just started wailing at everybody. And once everything everything got clear, he went into and gave the middle finger to Matt Jackson. So the issue here is with Matt Jackson, but it's also Kenny Omega is getting tired of what's going on. So now that this match beyond between the inner circle versus the elite it's against the whole elite. No no Darby Allen, no John Moxley are gonna be involved in this. I don't understand why they won't be they won't be um involved since they are the ones right now feuding with the inner circle. And you could have probably added um probably um then you could have added to me, I mean maybe you guys won't agree with me, but they could have added the uh the young jungle express or the was it Jurassic Express in there. Because they are, they've been feuding with um, with Inner Circle the last couple of weeks, and you would have had Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus without Marco Stunt in there, and you could have had that going on. But to put the elite, it's going to be very interesting. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a it's, it's a terrible booking. It's not a terrible booking. I just feel that now more questions are going to be asked. What's going to happen? Is Hangman Page is going to be on his game? Um, the match beyond. Remember. Is uh, if you guys don't remember how War Game works, War Game works. It's not nothing like NXT does. Nothing like that. Nobody's in no cage, stuck in no cage, and then the cage opens. No, that's not the, that's not the way War Games were done back in the day. War Games, but five guys comes out, they stay in the corner. Uh, one guy comes in, another guy comes from the opposite team. And the coke, the cage is closed, and the other guys are outside the ring, not tied up in no damn cage. None of that stuff like WWE does. We're gonna see the real war games, if anything. It's just gonna be called the match beyond. Um. So basically, it's gonna be very interesting. What's gonna happen there, and um, we'll see. It's it's gonna be a lot of stuff going on. Um, in that bloods and guts in in New Jersey at the potential um. Potential Center, can't even talk anymore. Potential Center, and you know, who knows? It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting situation, and um, you know, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for Bloods and Guts, uh, the war games. I haven't seen a war game like that in so long, um, and it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be very cool, um, and hopefully, you know, we'll see. Also, WWE is getting sued for a recent dealing with Saudi Arabia and other facts that contributed to the drop in stock and prices. I do not get into that, but I'm not surprised that WWE is getting sued because, you know, they just, you know, they're trying to make money any way they can, any, by any means necessary, it doesn't matter. Also, the situation with um, Ricochet 
You know, it's funny how I put a video defending him and Cedric Alexander for not getting buried. I said they should not get buried. But um, I overheard one podcaster that was talking, uh, JD from New York, off the script. He said that uh, he mentioned something about how um, Ricochet kind of went at it with the fans. He said that um, people were not happy. Uh, that he deserves the title shot against Brock Lesnar. Uh, this was the most funniest thing I heard because, first of all, he didn't deserve it. You know you didn't deserve it. And then to top it off, I find out you probably signed a five-year deal. You're not getting out of that, bro. I, I feel bad for you because I really like Ricochet. Don't get me wrong. He should be a better wrestler than that. But, you know, McMahon, once he's once he's burying you, that's it. You're done. You're probably going to end up being a main event. Or you're going to be in catering with Titus O'Neil. And, you know, you're, you're done. You know, it's it's, it's, uh, it's it's sad. It's sad to see what's going on. But when you, when WWE, and this is the thing also, WWE wrestlers, when they find themselves in situations that fans don't like, they try to be a company man. You can't try to be a company man when you're getting buried. I'm sorry to say it. But pretty much, you have been getting buried. You have not done anything to deserve that title shot. You knew you didn't deserve anything for getting that title shot because they just put you in there to make you, you know, um, for, for, for a Saudi show. And you went for the money. And I'm sure the guys, people that go to the Saudi shit, they get, uh, they get paid extra. So, you know. It's, it, you know, it's, it's crazy because now, you know, he's gonna, he's another guy with Cedric Alexander is going to get buried. You're not going to see them again, you know. So now tonight they're going to have the Elimination Chambers coming up. The, what I'm reading here, the Viking Raiders versus Kurt Hawk and Zach Ryder is set for the Elim- Elimination Chamber kickoff show. The Viking Raiders, the War Machines, which I still call them to this day, um, uh, Another tag team. You don't really see them out there anymore. They lost those tag team belts. They won those tag team belts. They kept giving them jobbers and jobbers until they finally they took those belts off of them. And now and they made history becoming the WWE, IWGP, and Ring of Honor tag team champions. But what what good is that if now you're you're, you're jobbing to the the, 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 the club and, and, and other people? This is the sad. It's very, very sad. Um... This backstage news here, uh, I guess not. Nope, they're not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to read that. So, no backstage news. But whatever it is, um, it's just nonsense. But pretty much, there's not really a lot going on in wrestling. You know, um, you know, it's 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 it's, it's crazy. But right now, um, this is what it is, guys. The WWE still, people just don't get it. WWE, um, they're having the elimination chambers tonight. And to be honest, for what? It's, if you look at the card tonight, it looks like a card of W2, uh, what is it? WWE 2, 2K20 card. Especially that Braun Strowman match. But they just got the 3 on 1. Nobody's going to watch that. That's pure hot garbage. And I'm going to keep saying it. So. Anyway, guys, I want to thank you for supporting my podcast again uh, and, and listening to me tonight. All those three topics I brought up, uh, you like it? I mean, like I said, I just figured let me do a podcast tonight and do it real quick. 
but those are the main topics that's been around all weekend so i just want to get on instead of doing it on monday um so you know there's not really a lot of stuff going on with the exception of the elimination chamber from tonight i'm not covering that so i'm not i'm in a wwe pretty much i'm being uh boycotting wwe i'm not going to sit down and watch no show for them until they fix their stuff and i don't care what anybody says uh so um just be aware that it's a lot of wrestling coming up new japan i don't know they, when they're going to start again they're still on lockdown right now because of the coronavirus in japan um you know um we don't know when they're going to start this show they were supposed to do the new japan cup and that's still on hold they had the anniversary show that's on hold so we don't know what's going to happen with that but also a uh, quick remind uh quick um news real real quick uh i bound bound for honor it happened last weekend and i didn't get a chance to tell you guys but pco won my pco dropped the ring of honor world title to roosh so roosh got the title again he is scheduled to wrestle flip gorton at the supercar of honor that supercar of honor is stacked and most likely i may order it to look at it um so that's gonna be cool um that's something to look forward to and i think that's the um on wrestlemania weekend with stop probably supercar of honor will be my wrestlemania apparently um also there's um definitely looking forward for wrestling dynasty uh, for New Japan, is coming to Madison Square Garden here in my backyard. That I will definitely want to check it out. So we'll see about that. But anyway, guys, thank you for supporting the, the podcast, the Chokeland Wrestling Report audio. I also got the YouTube channel, the Chokeland Wrestling Report. Uh, so check it out. Hit my links on top of the page on my Facebook, Internet. Not Facebook, Internet. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I got the links up there. I also got the Anchor uh, link which is why i'm um giving this podcast right now um so check it out uh if you like the videos that i have on my youtube channel i just downloaded a video talking about what's that ricochet and cedric alexander of why they should not be getting buried by Vince McMahon and wwe if you like what you see there's other videos there check it out give me that thumbs up hit the notification bell to get new uploads and um, and new content every week. Every week we got a new content. I like uh, support, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Um, again, once again, thank you for supporting the Audio Chokesland Wrestling Report podcast. I want to thank Turnbuckle Tabloid, who just hit three year mark on Friday. Jay Santi and Matthew Olski, the MOOC, um, for the three year anniversary. Congratulations, guys. Um, Shout out to my boy Vernick and the R32 store, www.r32.store. If you guys haven't checked that website out, if you like uh, specific designs on your shirt, on your hats, on your sneakers, on whatever, this guy does it all for you. Check out the website. That's www.r32.store. Check it out and hope you enjoy. Until then, guys, I am the ultimate one coming to you live from New York City. Until then, I'll see you Thursday for the AEW Dynamite Review. And until then, have a good night.